0: Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Hope Balfa, your IGC life coach, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey like no other. The Breakup Baddie is the ultimate podcast for those who are ready to break free from the shackles of bad habits, limiting mindsets, and one-sided relationships. Hey everybody, welcome to the Breakup Baddie Podcast. This is your host, Hope Balfa, and also IGC Life Coach. And I'm here with such a, gosh, y'all don't even know what a treat y'all have on the show today. This is Andrew. Treats? Who yes, bought treats? <laughs> Andrew Gomez <laughs> from um, his own well-known celebrity podcast in Waco called The Public <gasps> Affairs. Celebrity? Hi.
1: Are we yeah. talking celebrity? Yeah. What's with the celebrity <laughs> shit? I'm still a broke bitch. Like okay. Everybody says that. They're like, oh, you're the Waco celebrity. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but in well, like, you, and
0: you have won like podcast of the year, right? Yeah, twice. twice in a row. Yeah, yes. that's
1: such a you know, what I really appreciate about that accolade, you know, obviously the Waco Awards had had quite the reputation uh-huh. since they started about, you yeah. know, maybe choosing favoritism. And the, the reason why I appreciate the awards so much is because I do make it a point not to ask anybody to vote for me right. to see if they'll just vote based mm-hmm. off of my like hard work. And they do, Look at and, you. And, you know, so it, it's just cool, like to even be nominated and then voted for without. Like, you know, they push you to, yeah. hey, tell everybody to go vote for you. And no, I don't do that. And then mm-hmm. I still win. So it's like awesome. And then, I love it. And I think yeah. the first
0: time you won, you weren't there when you I wasn't won. There. And I'm texting you. I'm like, you won. You, won. you probably had a lot of people texting you. Everybody yeah. was texting
1: me, bro. And I was, I was, um, <laughs> uh, I sponsor a soccer team. Shout out to the SoCo soccer team. And uh, we were throwing them a party because they won the championship. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to win that award anyway. So I'm not going to go. Oh. St- I, I did. And uh, that was really my mindset. And then everybody's like, oh, you won, you won, you won. And I then la- this last year, I was like, okay, there's no way I'm gonna win. Like right. there's just no way. Right. But I'm just gonna go because you know, never and I got super drunk. I got <laughs> super drunk. I think I was the littest person there.
0: Litty. I did, and then
1: I won. So I was like a fucking emotional wreck. And I was oh, like I Oh, I saw a record
0: I saw a video of it. Like someone a yeah. uh, prescription was there, and yes, he, was, he was like recording you and putting on his live stream, and he was like so proud of you because you yes. you were like, shout out to the gay little boy who never thought this would be. I don't, be. Know, wh- I
1: don't uh, know why I did that shit. shit. No, but that's
0: awesome because there's people in the crowd that needed to hear that. I guess
1: they did, but I don't I know. I was just drunk. <laughs> You're like, all I the gonna, emotions. You're like, this is for my inner wh- child. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know. Well, I guess because when I was 12, I didn't see myself where I'm at now at 32 mm-hmm. years old. So let's fast forward 20 years later. Exactly. You wonder what your life is going to be like, you know, as mm-hmm. an adolescent. And then so now it's just been like a lot of blessings and shit. And yep. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. You know Just what being I mean? authentically not that, you. Not that being a gay 12 year old boy binded me from anything because it didn't. Mm-hmm. But it just. I was just drunk, and I had to make sure I thanked everybody. <laughs> I thank God first, you know. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was just, I, it well, because
0: you cool. didn't grow up in Waco, right? No. You didn't have that like super restrictive, conservative Correct. environment.
1: I'm from Long Island, New York. Because so right. out there, we don't care about nothing, and so right. you so know what I mean. Yeah, but I was still in the cl- like I wasn't out or nothing either. You know oh, what really? I mean? Like we were still like you know we were kids. You make get you get fun yeah. of and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That's whatever. Like I, it didn't affect me. Like right. I don't know. I feel like being gay growing up. I, I'm so different. I'm like the one percent. Yeah. I really did have it easy. Yeah. I like nobody. I remember you saying nobody that on nobody the show. cared. Yeah, because Hope yeah. was on my show, by the way. You I guys was. go check it out. Youtube.com YouTube. slash the public affairs a long time ago, but she was on there. <laughs> and yeah, like nobody cared that I was gay, so it was even better. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So it just was move like either or it was like more neutral i mean yeah it's just i don't know hope that's why i feel like such a traitor to my community too because i i can't relate to somebody who is just having a hard time with it i don't know what to tell you because i didn't fortunately fortunately i know it's hard for everybody but But it's
0: great that you like recognize though like your quote-unquote privilege almost and like Mm -hmm. i didn't have to really worry that much about it because some people will be like bitch get over it like stop crying." but
1: i think for me too and i it's such an important thing to talk about like a lot of my friends that I hang out with are all heterosexual. Yeah. And I think the reason families why they. Families and stuff, right? Well, with you know, kids. Yeah, they have kids. They have families. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't push myself on anybody. I right. don't make anybody have to accept me. Right. Like, my best friends don't accept it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not that they don't. I say it. Yeah. It sounds horrible. But right. they, they don't understand it. Well, I don't right. understand them. And now we just have this mutual yeah, just like understanding, but we still love each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like they
0: agree to disagree. Yeah, I'm not gonna time. like
1: make out with my man's in front of them, right? Like, and that, right. you know they don't make out their girls in front of me. But like yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck, but like right. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's just I think that gay people now in 2023, mm-hmm. we, we, they're doing the most. They are. <laughs> they, they are. Should've... Everybody's doing the fucking most now. Like yeah. what happened to just minding your business and shutting up? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> that.
0: Um, I think because there's such a, p- it's almost like the you know the pendulum swings opposite directions. And I think for so long, so many people were so repressed. Yeah. That now like sir, so, and then you got to consider personality types. So not every gay person is out here trying to, you know, wave flags and be naked and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you just have personality types where they happen to be gay and they happen to be an extreme extrovert or (laughs) they might have a personality disorder that's like untreated, undiagnosed. And then here they are, like, representing the community. And you're like,
1: I just think I just think people are extra.
0: (laughs) Yeah, some people are extra. I think some people are
1: extra. Then there's people who are not gay trying to, you know. yeah understand where I'm coming from. I don't need you to. Right. Just, let's just go have mimosas and yeah. eat brunch and club it a cool, day. That's all yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Well, it's like the kind
0: of thing like some some uh, black and brown folks who yeah. I meet, they're like, hey, that's so cool you do activism, but yeah. like that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And it would seem weird because I'm like, I'm white, like 99% <laughs> European. Thanks, Ancestry.com, yeah. for popping my bubble. Uh, <laughs> she I'm was so hoping
1: mad. for that 1% just African-American. Just <laughs> just <laughs> just American. Know, she, she wanted sense. to be African-American so bad. She, she was like, are you sure there's nothing tribal in there? Send it back. Like indigenous something. Cause I'm like, you know
0: now I believe in reincarnation because I'm like, I've had to have lived past lives somewhere. Like this doesn't make sense. It's not in my bloodline. Yeah. So we all come from Africa anyway, but that's just, you know, that, but that's just like, you know, history oh, that's, cool. that's for another day. Um, yeah. but what I will say is that, um, some people like whenever they see me being an activist yeah. i'm like i don't judge them like i used to i'd be like what do you mean you don't get like if i would have been like what do you mean you don't like rep for queer people yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. on the front lines but now i'm like we literally have our own lanes our own calling our yeah. own work to do and our own personalities so like if that's not for you it's not for you yeah, see, and, that's yeah and, okay. and
1: that and that i've learned real 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 quick was mm-hmm. that it's not my place. Mm-hmm. Like to try and get somebody to accept it. I, yeah. I, I think people just need to mind their business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me, what I that do behind be nice. closed doors. You know yes. what? I
0: think that's what, for me, on the other side of the yeah. activism side, is that if people minded their own damn business, <laughs> I wouldn't have to be fighting so hard just for like human rights to be honored um, and accepted. It, it all
1: goes hand in hand, though. It I mean, does. You know, if everyone
0: <laughs> could mind their business,
1: <laughs> I always mind mine. But that's, you know, I, I see things happen on social media all the time. Listen uh-huh. to, can I just shout out real quick, too? We're celebrating three years of the Public Affairs. Three affair years of the Public Affairs. Years of the public affair, I've had walls of shit fall on me, too. And damn it, I'm still standing and I'm you tired. Are. I, I was know? on your
0: show the day that you, like, lost your job or something, Yeah. Right?
1: Were you there? Was I that was, you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I got let go from the radio station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. I we quit. got drunk. I, I did get drunk. Well, okay, wait. So <laughs> then kidding. when did I have... um. Did I record you and then Eric Linares at the same time? I think,
0: like, the next... It was, like, the next... Okay, uh, yeah. It was...
1: Everything was hand in hand. And, Mm. yeah, I was fucked up. And... Yeah. Okay. Okay. We had this debate over the weekend. You know, I put my two weeks notice in uh-huh. at the radio and station, then like, and then bitch. they let me go. Is that fired? Everybody sounded no. off in no, the you, comments. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> is says that being fired? You were not f- it's fired. No.
0: <laughs> no, I. You put your two weeks in. Yeah. Like you broke up with them before they broke up with yeah. you. <laughs>
1: but you know what? I still have the best relationship with Chrissy from Power One Hundred Eight. Like Good. She's been my mentor since the beginning, which uh, speaks
0: volumes about yeah. you and your character. Yeah, and how I love me and
1: her. We never had an issue. Like she always took me under her wing, and I really feel like a lot of. The, the work ethics that I have in media do come from her. Good. Just like watching her and emulate her, watch her like say hi to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. Just how she interacts with people and... Again, just general work ethics coming yeah. in the studio, making sure I got content every week and being consistent and you know, checking. Me. I mean, oh, yeah, no, we'd be in that studio, right? Allison will tell you about, okay, are the camera's rolling, okay, let's do another sound check, okay, 10 9 8, my my microphone is just, I don't, I can't hear it, turn yeah, it up, okay, yeah. but turn it up and make sure I'm not peeking either, okay? Right. And it's like, it's this so now whole you know thing. all the Lego yeah, and so we, we do that, yeah, so her and I, Good. everybody else, I can't say the same for, but right,
0: right, and so yeah. I want to go back and talk okay. about, um, cause we kind of skipped over it, but tell oh, us like where, no, that was my fault, cause I just j- dove right in. <laughs> where are you from okay. and when did you get to Waco yeah yeah just so, basics okay
1: so I'm originally from Long Island New York which I shared on the show uh, we moved to Waco when I was 14 going on 15 so this was back in 2005 because I had just started high school mm-hmm. and the thing is well we moved from New York to Florida we moved to Miami-Dade Florida in Hialeah and so I started high school out there at Hialeah yeah. High School and then during the Christmas break my parents were just kind of decided like this isn't it like we're leaving back to New York so we're driving back to New York but then my dad's like oh I have a sister in Lorena, Texas, stop it. and we were like, "Oh, okay, Texas, that'll be different." And we were just supposed to like come just for stop the a Christmas, visit? Break. <laughs> yeah, and then go to New York and get our lives back together because right. you know my parents didn't have it all together back in the day, and right. I, now None I understand why. Yeah. yeah, but um, <laughs> but then we ended up just staying, and you know, Lorena, Texas, shit right. out there. You know, right. so talk about some damn culture shock. But I ended up staying oh, in gosh. Waco, which. I am grateful for that because I don't think that I'd be where I'm at in life today if my parents didn't make that move. Yeah. Honestly, I think, I mean, we didn't, we didn't come from the best upbringing in Long Island. You know, like right. where I was from at the time, it was really, really rough. Right. You know, like we had gang problems and shit like that. Uh-huh. Now, now it's different. I don't know what the fuck happened. So it's, you did
0: high school here. <laughs> I did high
1: school. I went to What's Midway. Midway. I went to Midway.
0: <laughs> okay, I I really that, that explains <laughs> that. a lot, <run>, Andrew. <laughs> I know.
1: I, I went to Midway, <laughs> but you know, I went to high school at Midway. And you have to, a lot of people don't understand, Hope. I was very anti-social. I did not have a lot of friends. Like, mm-hmm. my best friend who I met when I was a junior in high school is still my best friend today yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and so I, I didn't have a big group of friends right and now that who's I'm your best friend Jaime Gutierrez We well, I have two best friends so I want to give a shout out to my brother Jaime Gutierrez who's been my best friend since high school and then uh, my other brother Maro Maldonado who we just met each other a few years ago I sponsor his soccer teams but that's the guy that like gives me tough ass hard love like if I'm just got my head in the gutter and I just don't think shit's going right, he smacks me around and punches me in the face and tells me <laughs> get the fuck over it. And then yeah, that's yeah, my that's those are my rocks that. right there. Those guys mean everything to we me. But um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have a big group of friends growing. You know what I mean. Yeah. And now now that I'm Andrew G with the public affair, though everybody's my best friend
0: all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. so, yeah, yeah that everybody. I don't I don't you remember me? In two high best friends. Also, yeah. I have one best friend my whole life, just one. And she lives in Baltimore City. Well, now she lives in like the rural somewhere suburbia uh-huh. with her babies and her husband. And then I have two. One that I met in Boston. Bible college oh. whenever I was like 19, that's a long story. Okay. Um and we there was like she was from Houston, so she didn't get me. Because yeah, I yeah. would just like watch her, like she come out of the dorm and she was dressed all cool and I'm just like observing her, trying to see like how she put her fashion together. Right. But from her history, she was like, Why is this chick checking me, like looking me up now <laughs> like she wants to fight? You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one day she finally looked at me was like, What? Like why yeah, are you yeah. and I was like dude, I just like your outfit. And she yeah. was like, oh. And then she started realizing, like, oh, dang, I'm, like, assuming all these things, like, Hope's really just, like, trying to be my She's friend. cool, yeah. And from that, one day she came up to me during prayer time, and she was like, I really feel like we should be friends and, like, whatever tries to get between us, yeah. that we should just, like... Fucking like solve it like just and it, yeah. since then nothing has been able to like okay. we've always worked it out and she's a gem she's gold and then my other best friend I met and in intro to social work class uh-huh. Jessica she's from San Antonio and um Jesse's been that she's the one like the tough love oh, I see, she's yeah. the hard ass you gotta have
1: those you have they to Gloria's the hand. one
0: who's mm-hmm. like cosigns all my bullshit there you go and then Jessica's <laughs> the one who's like bitch that, like, you, know you know what, what you're that, doing that's
1: very much Jaime and Morrow like Hyman's <laughs> <laughs> just like Andrew's just Andrew and Morrow mm-hmm. be the one to punch me in the face yeah but both of them are like or die. You
0: call them and you're like, oh, yeah. "We need to go handle something. They're like, "Where are we put the body?" It's nothing, you know, they're exactly. like, "Nothing, no." <laughs>
1: and they know that they know that behavior will be reciprocated as well. Mm-hmm, so, yes. mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that, that's just a little backstory on me. And um, Love that. I did I did radio, like you mentioned, for seven years. Um, now I have the podcast. So that's again, yeah. just turned three years old on July 3rd, yeah. which was also my birthday. And so I, I just, it's been such a, a great experience. I did not think that when I announced the public affair three years ago, that my life would change the way. Yeah. Did. Honestly, it's fucking cool. God, it's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So on
0: the breakup baddie, we talk about okay. mindsets and habits or limiting beliefs or even like relationship relationships, mm-hmm. um, friendships. It could be toxic, like family, yeah. church, whatever it is. What do you think is one of the most significant Breakups, like I said, any of those mm-hmm. that has made your life like walking into a more abundant life right now. Cause I know you're into fitness stuff yes. too. Yeah, And so I'm like, you've gone through a transformation also. So like, what is one of the most significant breakups or you can name a few, um, but like that's changed your life.
1: It's so crazy because like I've, <laughs> I've had plenty of partners, <laughs> mm-hmm, right. right. And I've dated, which I hate dating. I think dating yeah. is the most annoying thing ever, but I was thinking about this because you messaged me and told me like what the synopsis of the show was. And I'm just like, I don't think I've ever had like a break. Up. Mm-hmm. Like I've definitely had like again talk to guys and I was like okay we're not talking anymore mm-hmm. the this most recent person you know. I, I changed it up with him mm-hmm. because I'm like okay I'm not gonna smash on the first date I'm just you know what I mean even though I tried really hard to like he's respecting me right, right. but he kind of just ended up being like everybody else to be honest like and I was yeah. just like we should have just smashed and called it a day <laughs> like you know what I mean like right. we should have just did that you're out there screwing everybody else right. you know? so you yeah. know what I'm talking about and so, like, I see you no no I, and he's cool I wish the best of luck but right. it, th- those those things have never like really so, like, affected relationships me. have never yeah been that. I, I would say there was this one guy I did take to my best friend's wife in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, this was like six years ago and I remember when he told me he wasn't interested in me I did take that hard yeah. but that was like six years ago Like that was my first like oh I like this guy and mm-hmm. then I, I remember taking it pretty hard but I got over that shit real quick like yeah. all these dudes that I tried to date y'all ain't shit now like, it's like <laughs> let's call this made this made y'all ain't shit all on drugs and shit owe people oh money like <laughs> okay, mental See, problems this is
0: public affairs like I am uh,
1: listen I'm a fucking catch bitch like <laughs> but, I, but I also get told hope that I am very aggressive and I really am yeah. I'm very aggressive so I play that shit so what do
0: you think uh, like what do you think mindset wise to get you from to be resilient and to uh-huh. be like self aware and everything or like even with your finished journey what is yeah. one thing like a mindset you had to get rid of or break up with to like start putting yourself first
1: Um, you know what I, I think that we live in a society where people are very codependent mm-hmm. and I have lived by myself since I was 18 years old mm-hmm. and I grew up in an environment where it was really fend for yourself mm-hmm. so the minute I was able Able to work, my parents are making me pay rent. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I was feeding myself and clothing myself and getting all my own toiletries and stuff like that. Then at 18, it was like, "All right, you're on your own now." And so mm-hmm. I, you you kind of just get put in survival mode. And right. so since I've been that age, and now I'm 32, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't have to wait on somebody to do something for me. I can do it myself. Love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where I might have a problem in relationship is mm-hmm. that you know people want to feel like they're Needed, but I really don't need you. You know, <laughs> you know?
0: And that's, I, I feel like that's a healthy yeah. way because that's for yeah. me. My self growth has come t- to that. Like yeah. I used to be the, you know, the codependency. Even like I think that's the reason why we ended up divorced. Me and my ex husband yeah. was because we were so codependent that once I started getting healthier mm-hmm. and being more independent, that it scared him. He yes. pulled away. Then I felt abandoned, and then it it's went inti- to shit.
1: Well, it's intimidating, and mm-hmm. I think that's it. Plays. Uh, you asked about my fitness journey because I did start working out three years ago at Soka yeah. Soccer Academy. Shout out to Dominic Gutierrez um i a lot of people, oh, it drives me fucking crazy. Mm. It drives me crazy when people go on social media and it's like, I need a gym partner. No, the fuck, you don't. Yeah. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, what do you, and so it's almost as if it's a cop out. So that way, when that person stops mm. going, you could stop going too and say, Oh, I don't have a, a um, regular gym partner.
0: Right. Well, fuck
1: that. I was going by myself. You know what yeah. I mean? And I couldn't do it. And they were all athletes and soccer players with six pack abs and legs for days. And I was right. a fat 300 pound bitch that couldn't even hop on the box. You but know what you I mean? did it. I I did do it, and it's been—it's been the most. I will say, fitness has been the most rewarding thing out of the. I because I don't think if I ever started the public affair, I would have never met Soko. I would have never started working out. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, I. That's why I give back to them so hard because they they just done so much for me and my mental health. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Say that. I feel good. Mm. I, and I'd I, I be looking at myself in the mirror like, damn, bitch. Even when we record the public affair, I'm like, make sure my legs, my legs. Look at my <laughs> legs. <laughs> okay. Get the legs. <laughs> you know, and, and so just like everybody else, though, Hope, I don't have all the answers. And I do still struggle with my weight. You know what right. I mean? So I'm, I'm very up and down with it right now. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. But damn it, I still go. And I, I listen, That's if you bit. guys are listening to this and you need to get in shape, stop fucking waiting on somebody, bitch. Yes. Go do that shit. There's no excuses. There's the I don't want to hear nothing. Oh I can't breathe it. I couldn't breathe either, bitch. That, yo, fucking Dominic got us out there at 110 heat index doing fucking back squats. Wow. I don't want to hear that shit. All right. wow. <laughs> and yes, yes, I die, but then I get my J Pedal and I go home.
0: Yes. <laughs> J Pedal, you love your J Pedal. I love J Pedal.
1: Oh, shout out to them.
0: <laughs> uh I but that's so good because that's one of the things the mindsets that whenever I'm doing life coaching, it is like breaking up with that mindset that like you need someone else to hold you. Like yeah. accountability is great. Right. You need some level of accountability you have your friends to hold you accountable to keep you mm-hmm. in check. And when they see you slipping, you know, they uh-huh. carry out on it. But other than that, like, if you're there's some, a dream you have, go out and do it. No one's coming yeah. to save you. No, for sure. No one's coming to rescue you. And I think that's even, like, the whole culture in, like, Western Christianity in America, how it's infiltrated is, like, the whole idea of a savior, like, coming to save you. I think it's, like, permeated other parts of our brain. Like, our, mm. our goals, our dreams, our, like, career aspirations, we're always waiting for, like that assign or to yeah. feel confident to feel ready to feel I have a tattoo on my arm that says do it scared okay because I realized that like sometimes you're gonna be scared and yeah. you're not gonna feel ready and you just dive in and do it anyway oh
1: yeah I've learned that having a lot of entrepreneurs on the public affair and a lot of business owners mm. a lot of them <clears throat> like I know like bandas hauling service all of them they they quit their comfortable full-time jobs to chase their dreams and I still work a regular job you know what I mean yeah. like everybody has to understand there's really no money in podcasts right yes I have I'm sponsored by a ton of fucking people people but right. I don't know rogue be sending us them them bills like today. yeah it's like damage you know but they but they come and you know and that's why it's so great that I am I, I am backed by local sponsors you know what I yep. mean and, and they do um, inspire me one day to take that leap of faith but I will even say like with the podcast I mean radio wasn't going anywhere right. and I was there for seven years. Wow and they weren't they just weren't interested in Andrew G the personality. Right. Do you know what I mean? But yep. when I became Andrew G with the public affair there that's, that's it I haven't told way. that story just yet. Mm-hmm. but why Day it's going to
0: come, yeah,
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna to ruffle tons of feathers.
0: Well, it so good that, like, <laughs> yeah. you were like, okay, if you don't see the value in me, I do. I, yeah, I, you know what? I, I was able to
1: do the public affair, I would say, for a year while I was on the radio, mm-hmm. and uh, the two entities just could not exist together, yeah. And you know, the higher ups, I should say, were just like, we're trying to take it. It, it was this whole thing, you know Sheesh. what I mean? And, yeah. and I will say, nobody from. I, even though I only fuck with Chrissy, (laughs) nobody else in office, I don't think cared. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was for me to be like, look, I have built myself as a personality. I I mean, I would, you know and and
0: that's important for you yeah. to say because like on I think the breakup baddie is going to attract in because from what I've seen like because uh-huh. I do ads online and from who's been drawn to me there are people who are struggling with like codependency insecurity self-doubt whatever and so for you to point out like if you know that you worked hard for something you've built something yeah. you've put your blood sweat and tears into it don't let anyone take that from you yeah, don't let yeah, anyone for claim sure. your credit for sure. like be co- confident and stand up for what you deserve and what you need because I know there's probably some people listening who like you got a job that's probably treating you like crap or yeah. you've got a relationship where somebody's just like standing on your neck but like you let Andrew be your example of like what it means to be scared or whatever it is maybe not scared because Andrew's like fucking fearless but 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 don't but
1: but, like no but don't be like it's okay like everybody thinks again we go back to oh you are got the top podcast in Waco you're a Waco celebrity you won all these accolades you're so recognized look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the Yes, I still have life, though. I still have bills like you do. And that's why I really just try to relate to everybody else because I, I don't have any more than anybody right, else. You right, know what I mean? I still right. have to get up and go to work. I have to answer to a boss. You right. know what I mean? And yeah. Then, But thank God they'd let me come like do this. You know what yeah. I mean? And So so I have it pretty easy in that aspect. But um, no, I think it's okay to be chasing your dreams while still working your regular job. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like very much crucify that, and I don't think that that's right. No. You know what I mean? And so when you're ready... Then yeah. you'll quit. And you'll do your thing. You yes. know what I mean? I quit my job to go chase my dreams on the radio. And then most three months later, like, get the fuck out of here. You're <laughs> so, right. so thank God. Yeah. The, uh,
0: the Whatever job, yeah. it looks like for you. Like if you have people pressuring you to do it one way and you know in your heart, like you, like you're like, I need to hold down this job while I do this other thing. Yeah. did do it. Do it your way. And, and we are taught so much to care so much about what yeah, other people sure. think or say. Like I was part of a, a religious environment back in the day in Louisiana where they were like low key arranging marriages. Oh, wow. So like we were, we would say, oh, I like so and so. And they're like, no, I don't think that. Who God has for you. Yeah, but yeah. this person, because yeah. what they were doing was planting us at different church plants to start like youth pastor, senior pastor, and you need a wife. And so I know distinctly what it's like to have someone literally tell you what to do with your life definitely, definitely. and your most intimate relationships. Like, so weird. So. Um, I'm so glad that you pointed out the fact that like, it doesn't matter what other people want to limit you by or yeah. li- like the box they want to put you in. And listen,
1: I just be over here doing me. Everybody knows that. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's all about being nice and staying humble,
0: staying humble. I feel like, I, love that.
1: I, I feel like that's why I've been able to achieve longevity and podcasts. Yeah. Thank God. You know what I mean? What so. has
0: been your favorite podcast on your show or oh. like your favorite guest or like someone that stood out?
1: Okay. Oh God, that see, I hate when I get asked that question because it is oh, hard to okay. choose. No, 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 but not I'm then. gonna answer. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer. I am biased because, um, again, one of my best friends, Maro Maldonado, was on episode 49 of the Public Affair, mm-hmm. and um, I enjoy watching that episode because when we when he was on the show, we weren't as close as we are now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's cool. Like he's really taught me to not judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's very like uh, externally, he's very like aggressive and mm-hmm. you know, fucking mad you know but inside he's got a story that's why he needs to have his own standalone episode coming soon hopefully one day but Mm. um, that one and I will say um there was an episode that I recorded just recently with a guest named Hacia Trevino, mm-hmm. okay? And I invited him because I wanted, like, kind of, like, a faith-based episode, but mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be, like, extra. You know what yeah, I mean? Where yeah. they're trying to throw Bibles at us, and yeah, I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> my friend Hazel, he plays soccer. Um, I know he goes to church a lot, and he right. just got back from, like, Africa and stuff like that. And so I did. I, I went to go visit his church in Round Rock, uh-huh. and, I and you know, he agreed to come on to the show, and it was cool, Hope, because it, he's like me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're just regular. But just, I want you to go watch it because the shit that he was saying and the the way that he lives his life, like he talks about being abstinent, and Mm -hmm. he's very good looking, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on there, right? Like I'm not being gay. I'm being for like he's really, really good looking. But he talks about being abstinent. Um, I'm trying to practice celibacy, but I'm about to break that shit because this is just not working out. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I can't do it. I'm done. (laughs) But um, no, yeah, that that I will say. When we recorded that, at that podcast, that particular episode uh-huh. with Hacia Trevino, I was going through like some pretty mental shit. Uh-huh. And I feel like every, he calls it a, a divine appointment, I believe is what he called it. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like, this happened for a reason. And I feel like it did too. Because right. a lot of things that he said kind of relieved a lot of things for me. So <sighs> it, 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 I will say that's the most recent episode that really impacted me. And then right. of course we've got the three year anniversary episode out right now with Israel Sanchez and Alexis Aranaga. Yes. It's just pure fun and celebratory. Aww. So I don't know. It's hard to pick my favorite episode. I it know. really is. Because yeah. I mean
0: you've had so many yes. of them. And you like what what I love about Andrew's podcast is that he finds people that like you otherwise in Waco, you might not run into them. You might not yeah. know them. You don't know anything about like their businesses are mm-hmm. really great. He he allows them a space to like let us know about their businesses, their story. Yeah. And it's a wide variety of people. It's not just one type of person. I just don't want nobody coming on my show
1: with a stick up their ass even for mm-hmm. the other podcasts mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I, I've had I've had people where we have to be like okay get the stick out of your ass you know what yeah, I mean like, loosen up. you're on the public affair you can go on anybody else's show mm-hmm. and have the stick up as far up your ass as you want to you're on my show here's a fucking drink right. we're turning up on this show it needs to be fun Turn right okay. like that. <laughs> and do that's you, it
0: do you have anyone who's like avoided uh, coming on your show avoided because you think they're like afraid of the questions they'll ask you shout
1: out to Johnny Santos <laughs> shout out to Johnny Santos who I've been wanting on this show for three fucking years mm. uh, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's avoiding it he's expressed why he is hesitant right which I understand and, I, and I, that's, that's what I want my guests to know too like yes it is very like salacious yeah. and very you know in your face but I'm never gonna make somebody talk about what they don't want to talk about yeah. and as a professional and as somebody who, who runs the show essentially you have to learn to just kind of swerve past that right you know so even now like let's say with the tables return I'm interviewing you and mm-hmm. I ask you something and you're like I don't want to talk about that right now it's my job to just kind of all right, next, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Of being like, well, no, tell me, tell me about it. Right. Tell me about when you were a hoe. No, who's that bitch? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. no, and so, Johnny Santos, hurry up and come on the show. Um, <laughs> I, Monica, uh, Fat Fit with Monica, I begged her to come on the show for three years and she finally did it. I, I saw get, that. My most recent guest, Israel Sanchez. I begged him for three years to come on the show, and he finally did it for my celebratory episode, three-year anniversary. Yeah. Um, And Frankie J, you know, whenever that happens. (laughs) Okay, the singer Frankie J. Come on, Frankie J. One day. But no, um, I think there's people, yes, there are definitely a handful of people who are like, you know they
0: know you're gonna ask some questions well, they, they, and they're gonna they, blush I
1: think they are intimidated and I don't yeah. want them to be I, cause I yeah. want you guys to know that I'm not here to exploit you but right. I do wanna have yeah. a real conversation now there's some people that people refer me to and I just will not have on my fucking show cause right. they, they fuck you yeah. but, okay, you know what I mean but that's it
0: I mean that's, you, you, that's your space and so you know, yeah, I'm all about it
1: I told Rogue make sure we're not in the same uh, time slot please thank mm-hmm.
0: you <laughs> <Jeez, indeed.
1: laughs> alright make sure they work around me thank you very much mm-hmm. I was here first mm-hmm. right Allison <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what would you say okay. um, <clears throat> Were there any mindsets That are habits That you had to break off To make you successful Like in your yeah. The physical journey That you're in now What habits Are Absol-
1: anything you- lootly And y'all turn up The volume on this shit because everybody has to hear this shit. Mm -hmm. All this little social media drama that everybody wants to be involved in, bashing Mm -hmm. other businesses, bashing Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs. You don't got no fucking business in it. You don't Mm -hmm. know what the fuck is going on. Um, If I tell you right now that... um, Hope is a fucking crackhead and it gets shared a million fucking times. That yeah. does not make it fucking true. Right. Mind your business. Right. Mind your business and build your own. I was that person before I started the public affair that I was in the middle of all that oh, all shit. the time. I was all, you know, it's the dramatic stuff. Is That's what's fun. Yeah. And, and when you are in business, this goes out to all entrepreneurs, anybody, especially us who work in media, mind your fucking business. If it has nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. mind your business. Mm-hmm. Period.
0: Yeah. So that's That's something you had to break off. Absolutely. And it
1: was, it was, I'm so happy I did because I think that, listen, I've been attacked on social media Mm. for sure. You know what I mean? And I, I've definitely had my fair share of rumors spread about me and you know, the longevity of the show. Mm -hmm. If I were to entertain that, because I could pick these bitches apart piece Mm -hmm. by piece. Mm -hmm. I can, I have, I, that, I have that in me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I, I mean. Like, what's your sign? You know? uh-huh.
0: What's your sign? I'm a Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so
1: I, I can, I can really tear you apart. But I need everybody to focus on the fact that I have an episode coming out Monday. Mm-hmm. So you're irrelevant to me. Right. I don't know what this bitch sounds like. What she looks like. Energy. Yeah. So, so you don't. And and people are quick to entertain it because mm-hmm. that's what's entertaining. It's so low vibe. But though. I'll save it for the show.
0: Yeah, I I, I love that you speak on that because like a lot of times like now people are starting to be more conscious and aware and spiritual and stuff. And like literally that's like low vibrational. That's the kind of shit that's going to keep you down if you entertain it. It's going to bring your your energy down. I
1: even I you know, and it's so great. I told I I refer back to my best friend Morrow. You know, we had a conversation because again. But he, he's just now becoming like a really notable coach with mm-hmm. Soko Soccer Academy, very sought after. And a lot of people want him to coach their kids. Right? right. And, you know, before all that, he when I first met him, he was very like, I'll punch you in the face. Like, right. you know, whatever. And he's definitely been put on, like, I would say lots of trials mm-hmm. <laughs> that have tested his gangster. And mm-hmm. I've, I'm very proud of that guy. He knows how to help, help, hold his head held high up now um, and take the high road because before it wasn't like that. And we had that conversation. I was like, bro, you represent something bigger now. You can't just be out here beating beating bitches up all the time now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like now you have to just... I know it's hard because yeah. I've been there, you know right. what I mean? But you really got to take the high road and he, and he's done a great job. And, you know, I, I've done the same thing in, in my career as well. Right. Everything doesn't deserve a response. Oh, that's so. so you hear yeah. that.
0: Everything doesn't deserve yeah, a response. So. Yeah, because wherever mm-hmm. you, like you, your every time is energy, your emotions, yeah. your attention, all that. And it's like, dive, it's taking from you. So if you're entertaining some shit that like, it doesn't need a response, yeah. like that's going to drag down your whole day. That's going to take away from oh, the good yeah. things that you should be investing in. The things that... You like when you focus on the positive things you're building and the things you're passionate about and yeah. the dreams you have, you don't have time or space for that. You I, don't entertain that. Everything
1: else is irrelevant. It is. Everything else is irrelevant. A bitch is hungry and he's thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's it.
0: So if you had one piece of advice that like you've been living by lately, like a mantra or something you say when things get hard, or what's like one thing you'd want to leave with people? <sighs>
1: Take your time. This is you know, I've learned that working in media is a super tough business. I have just recently started dealing with like a lot of anxiety, like I'm mm-hmm. in my own mind. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I go back to my friend again. He's probably talk about me so much <laughs> really just like reverted me. Like when you're up at three in the morning and you feel like shit is going solid, you just got to pray. Yeah. And I'm not by any means a religious person at all. Like, right. You know what I'm like? I slept with that pastor that one time, <laughs> but he lied to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but, but it, it works because I do believe in God. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think in terms of advice, yeah. yes, you're, there's going to be times that you feel like the carpets are going to be pulled from underneath mm-hmm. you. And you have to really just like pray on that shit. And mm-hmm. I, I say it even to podcasters because there's been some podcasters who like have asked me for advice and i said look at this this business is fickle Mm -hmm. you're gonna have an episode that takes off and you're gonna have an episode that doesn't take off you know what i mean and it's up to you like again i've hope it has been every single monday since july 2020 we have not missed a monday i've had episodes that tanked i've had episodes that have like you know what i mean and and it does get to you yeah and you're like okay is this it but no i have to keep going and you just do you, you have a strong I mean?
0: why. You have to know your why. You have to have a strong yeah. reason why you're because doing. Because I it. love this. Yeah.
1: Because this like changed my whole life.
0: And that's unshakable. You yeah. can't Your why can't be based on anything that's like circumstantial. On yeah. anything that's based on what anybody else wants, thinks, believes. It has your why in fitness. And anytime mm-hmm. you're changing your life, any any time that you're trying to do. Any business, or you have to have your own why. Because if yeah. you don't have your your own personal integrity and your reason and your motivation, that that the first time shit goes south, you're yeah. gonna quit.
1: Absolutely, and I've seen it. I've seen it happen a mm-hmm. hundred times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I see yeah. these people come out with podcasts, be like two episodes, and they're done. <sighs> like, no, you got to keep going. Like, yeah. stop it. Like, no, you cannot take three weeks off, bitch. Like, you just <laughs> right? started. Like, right. <laughs> get your yeah. ass in the studio. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, not so everybody's
0: I, built for it. I guess. Yeah,
1: they're not. And you know, I've I've interacted with other podcasters who are not speaking to me anymore. Uh (laughs) You know, but I, you know what? It's like, I learned how to be good at this when I was on the radio. They would tell me that, like, "Hey, that doesn't sound good."
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that that sounds like shit. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. have to,
1: you have to like take it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to take the constructive criticism, then by all means, then move on and do your thing. I
0: think you have a really strong sense of like who you are Mm -hmm. and like your unique upbringing and everything. Like, you have this sense of your own personal identity and who you are. And some people they can't take constructive criticism because they have no idea who they are. And like people's opinions do sway them and shake them up because they're they're insecure. Yeah, for sure. And not insecure because. They don't look good or they whatever but like you can be the most handsome person and you still insecure like your roots aren't rooted into yeah. like who you know you are definitely and so i think that speaks volumes is that you are someone who like you know who the hell go- you are it
1: goes hand in hand yeah you know people tell me all the time you mentioned fitness again oh you look so amazing like you mm-hmm. look better and i still feel like that 300 pound guy yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like and so it Yes, you could be in your own head, but you mm-hmm. just got to keep pushing forward. I know it sounds cliche, but that's really what it's you're true.
0: It's true. Mean, yeah. I think we try to over, over what's it called? Like, it is it is simple. Yeah. And we try to overcomplicate
1: it. No, for sure. And
0: so just stick to the basics. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: That's why when you watch The Public Affair, I just be in there doing me. I get drunk as F. <laughs> and we be talking about like side pieces and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, it's great. Yeah. And
0: then also mixed in with like some really deep stuff too. We do
1: talk about some deep stuff on the and show like sometimes Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like people's story. I mean, I love hearing people's stories and yeah. like how they got to where they are because it speaks to people like me who are listening. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. The
1: best part about the show is that there is an episode for everybody, mm. so there's no chronology to like be watching it. You know right. what I mean? You can be like, oh, I might be interested in this person. I put a description in the bio on YouTube so that way you have yeah. a general synopsis of what's going on with the episode and why this person is invited on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have women who talk about being beaten. I've had men talk about their mental health issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've had all
0: kinds of people. So Man, like it's us, pretty cool. Andrew needs his own show. Shout out. We need, we need, to, <laughs> I'm just like, we need to pitch this to some TV network well, uh, or something. I was
1: gonna Gonna say the public affair is my own show, but
0: like now na- yeah. I want people to see this nationally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, we'll see, you know what? All,
1: all in due timing, hope because, like, sure. even if three years ago, if you would have told me that the public affairs still were going to be like maintaining relevancy, I'd be like, No, you're fucking crazy, really? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I only had five episodes planned, and now we're on episode 158.
0: God. You know what look, I mean? so look,
1: 158 weeks, I am tired, and that bitch. just shows <laughs> like whenever
0: you start something that you believe in, like, yeah. you have no idea what's going to come from your obedience to that, like, that calling, like, you something in you that was like i need to do this yeah definitely you never know what will unfold so, well, I don't want to make you late for your- No, no, moments. no, you're good, you're good. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you like, for having I'm me. I'm so grateful because, like I said, Andrew, like not everybody can get Andrew on their podcast. Oh, no.
1: Let me tell you guys something right now. I don't turn down any work or exposure. Mm. I, a zero. There has been hostings that I've been booked for that I'm like, I do not want to fucking do that shit. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to because good. it's work. Same thing with- I'll go on any podcast. I will go on anything that gives me just an ounce Y'all of exposure. That? No, I will because- and you're not supposed to turn things like that down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah you I, I, absolutely. You, you
0: were uh, the MC for the uh, Twista concert when Twista was here at Private
1: uh, Hip Hop. Oh, shit, was <laughs> I was drunk. Was it well. like you
0: and Mary Jane? Okay, and no, was, here, uh, here's the thing. Good times, good I, I
1: love Prescription. Uh huh. And I love the Private Hip Hop Podcast. Yes, right? shut and, up. and I do love him. Like mm-hmm. that guy, he's does amazing things for the hip hop community right. in Waco but god damn it he had 20 hosts did he oh yeah okay. Cam and I don't you do 20 hosts yeah, you're like, it, it I could am have been just bitch. me and Mary Jane mm-hmm. I think I was on stage for five seconds yeah. and then I fucking left and so hear that, I don't even no, and I love prescription but next
0: time we need just Andrew but, period but, but,
1: that, but that experience really yeah. like made me um, work my hosting gigs so mm. I, I just got asked to do a hosting for a club nice. and he's like okay it's gonna be you and like five girls I'm out Oh. I don't need me and five girls. I know. mean, I can have me and somebody else. Right, but I can't do me and twenty other people. That's yeah. not going to work because everybody wants to be on stage and have their shine. That's, right. I do this as a profession. I don't do this because it's fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So but, I, but I'm grateful that he did ask me to do that. I mean, it was cool. I got to meet some great. I met that one um, San Antonio rapper. I can't fucking remember his name. I have to look on my Instagram. But he he was like the best one on stage. If you ask yeah, me, yeah. I thought he was the best one. Hands down.
0: No, no, I want to know who it huh?
1: is. I, I'm gonna look it up. He's real cute too. He's from San Antonio. And I invited him on the show. Actually, I picked him. If you go watch when I was on Prescriptions podcast, I picked uh-huh. him as the winner. Okay. For the um, yeah, for the thing, and and he's an Amazing, amazing rapper. I've, God, he's gonna hate me for forgetting have his name.
0: We so much talent in yeah. the area that no one knows about. Yeah, if you if you uh, haven't heard of Private Hip Hop's uh, reviews and previews on yes. when is it Wednesday, or Thursday night, Sunday nights and. I wanna say third. I don't know. Nights. He had
1: me up there for four hours. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm getting tired. <laughs> right. It's, it's a long <laughs> because people just
0: send in they send in music from all of it. Oh, people yeah. from across the world. That's why i and like And then it, the it's judges cool. get to decide who's the winner at the end. Like they get like a free beat lease or something, yeah. like a music video. And it's hard. You get on that show thinking like, oh, it'll be easy yep. to pick the winner. And but they're good. No, and
1: that's the thing too. When you ask me to judge something, I'm a judge it. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you if you're not good, I can't stand doing hosting <laughs> I can't stand doing hostings <laughs> and mm-hmm. they pick fucking people out of pity. That shit drives me crazy no pick that person you know they're better you know what i mean
0: like the constructive criticism you gave them good when i was on
1: reviews and previews i was like okay this oh what the fuck we just listened to right i I even i I was watching that shit last week i just watched it in my shower and i was like (laughs) i was like god i was really hard on that one guy but he needed to hear it you know because then it inspired him to send in another song yeah and i was like oh you redeemed yourself because that first song fucking sucked yeah don't i was like delete that song Get rid of it. Don't even put it in the archives. Just, you know, you did him a favor because, like, what if
0: you'd have gone and sent that song into something else? And they'd have been like, oh, this guy's lame. The second
1: song, I think it was called Candy Coated Paint or something like that. That shit was a hit. I was like, there (laughs) you go. That's your single. That first bullshit—that's that shit you did in the basement somewhere. Like, I remember okay, you saying, "Yeah, that. like I don't know." I, I, because I, I even told him, just keep it as a t- as an album track. No, don't even do that. Just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ever play that again for anybody in your life. Okay, don't even say to anybody if they come across it. Don't even say that was you, bro. Like, just <laughs> all right. It was horrible, but candy coated paint was like, You're a like hit. that's your single. That's hit. your that's the hit. I right mean, there. I dig it. That's yeah. what I want. You have that's to. You have yeah. to. That's you know? a real friend, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him, but, all right.
0: <laughs> but That's what I want. That's what I want. Life. It's like. That's, those are people that are going to make you better exactly. as mentors and coaches exactly. and everything. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, no, thank man. You so I much appreciate for it me. so much. And, y'all, yes. if you haven't checked out The Public Affair, go check it out now. Yes. And just start, like you said, There's not. it's not chronological or anything. Pick out something that sticks out to you and just keep mm-hmm. tuning in because you're going to find something that speaks to you. Yes. You'll laugh. You might even cry. I don't know. Yeah,
1: you, you might cry. You listen, youtube.com slash The Public Affair. Please go subscribe. And um, you there, there's an episode out there for everybody, a epi- new episode every single Monday. And um, shout out to you, Hope, and, you know, Beth. Best of luck to your podcast. Thank and I hope that you. you're able to achieve longevity as well. And just keep it going, girl. Thank let me you. know if you need anything advice yeah.
0: and y'all follow me anywhere. Um, all the social media is at the breakup Baddie, and let your friends know about it. Um, pretty soon I'll be taking in, like, if you want to send me an email at the breakup at gmail.com, let me know what's going on in your life. If there's a relationship or a situation that you're like, I don't know what I should do because this happens on Instagram too. Like feel free to DM me and say, I'm in this situation. What's your advice or what do you think? Like, should I break up? Should I walk away? Am I? Re-? So just let me know um, I do do life coaching uh, as part of like a job, but I also want some content here that we can talk about too whenever I have some guests who um, are life coaches as well or whatever it is. so send send in uh, some contribution. If you can't be here in person, I have one girl i coach from New Zealand. And so if you can't be here in person on the show, I still want to you know we can talk about what's going on in your life and mm-hmm. break it down and and I, th- I feel like we can all learn something from each other's life experiences. So thanks for tuning in and we, we will see you again or here you will hear us again soon, episode three. Um, I have a, another guest I'm super excited about. So catch that one um, as soon as we drop it. Thanks, y'all. See you. Bye bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Breakup Baddie podcast now, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Find me on all social media platforms at The Breakup Baddie or email thebreakupbaddie at gmail.com. It's time to break free and unleash your true potential. Remember, the power to change your life is in your hands. So let's do this.